Yes, and here we go again. You know it's that time. That time means it's time for the two smoking guns. Hi to you, Rutsy. Hello, Scotty. How are you, mate? Super duper, super duper. Very good. Now, of course, I reckon I can just about start every one of our shows now with... Where the heck have you been? Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I have been guilty of On the of road again. <laughs> very much indeed. Now, I took an opportunity. When, it's not every day someone says to you, I've just bought a new apartment on right. the Sunshine Coast. Why don't you and the bride come up? Well. And we said, why wouldn't we do that? Why wouldn't you do that? And uh, so it just so happened a that a good idea. friend of mine. Yes. He's got a nice place up there. Um, Boccarina Beach. Boccarina Beach. North of Caloundra, south of Maroochydore. Yeah, okay. So you know those parts of the yes, world? Yes, we're getting up towards Noosa. No- well, <laughs> Noosa's about a 35-minute uh, ride away. There you so, go. Yeah, exactly. That's a lovely part of the world. It Look, it was, and we had a whole bunch of different weather, but it was lovely to get away. Yep. Always is, new things. <laughs> yes. But we've discovered something. Yes. We've discovered... You shouldn't have walked. <laughs> It's not a bad segue because we walked on the Saturday and yeah. we almost passed out of thirst because oh. it was very hot and humid. Oh, was it? Humidity up Humidity. there. Humidity, right. And then on the second day, we thought, let's use the electric bikes. Ah, how was So much fun did we have on said electric bikes. Yes. I think we're in line to purchase. Oh, are you? Oh, yes. Oh, really? And you, um, you, need to, um, you need to see these things to believe them. Right. So you, it's a normal bike, right? Yep. But it's got a little bit of electric power. So yeah, when you're going up a, a hill... It's got a battery. When you're going up a hill, yep. you just turn it up a bit and you go zipping up the hill. Right. No pedalling. No. Well, you pedal, but it gives you right. a bit of a boost. Right. So it can boost these things. They can help you up to 25 k's. They can boost you. Right. So it's... Uh, That's it's a fair speed. Well, it means you can cover a bit more ground. Yes. Without exertion. Yes. I mean, you can still ride the bike as a bike. Yes. You know, without the power. Yes. But it allows you to um, traverse grander distances. So oh. the bride and I are thinking, this is an opportunity to um, venture further out towards more restaurants that we couldn't otherwise get to. Uh, unless we're in an Uber. <laughs> yes. Because the car factor, when you've had a couple of wines, it's much better be, to be doing the bike. Well, maybe you want to think about this, in, in that you could actually drive to a region yes. and put the bikes on the back of the car, like you just transport them, and then you can actually go exploring much further than you thought you could. Well, you can. So I've rung a mate of mine today because he's got an electric bike. Right. And I said, this is the one I'm thinking about buying. Yes. I said, can I come around and have a look at yours? He said, well, you could, but I'm in the Barossa Valley oh. on mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, I reckon, uh, stand me corrected, but I think that I may have flagged with you uh, maybe around the time that you might have been thinking about going to Italy or preparing to go to Italy. And yeah. I did raise this point with you, I think. On the basis that I think electric bikes will have changed tourism dramatically, and for exactly the reason that you just said, yeah, I think you can actually now get on your bike and go four times further in a day than you probably would if you were cycling. Correct and pedaling. Correct, because you just go 
And up the... Um, well, it does mean... The little motor kicks in and away you go. On the flat, you can just get a little bit of... You don't have to work as hard to get a little bit of a zippity-doo-dah. You don't have to do anything, do you? And then the when, you, when you see a hill, which normally would be going, crikey, Moses, yeah. we've got to get up that yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. Then you can just go, no, zippity-doo-dah, and up you oh, fly. There you go. Now, I, and in fact, I've got an interest in myself, and I've been looking at... There's, there's people, lots of people selling these things at all yes. different price ranges yes. and, and different things. And there's the super... Cheap, nasty ones, I think, that'll probably do two kilometres an hour and yes. just take two AA batteries. Yes, but I've been having a bit of research. Or there's other ones that take a complete car battery. Yeah. <laughs> it's looking as though they'll go for about a year. Yeah. Uh, I haven't I seen I... any with solar panels yet. No, but... <laughs> you're dead right. You're dead right. There, there could not be a greater disparity yeah, in price. I, I thought so. But um, like with cars... Yeah. It's what's not included in the cheaper ones I'm that you've sure. got to think about, yes. right? So there's yeah. a thing called talk, oh, which yes. isn't what we do on this no. podcast. I think that's got a Q, it's, a U, and an E in it. Yes, it's the talk as in, a, yeah. as, as in power. Yeah, as in grunt. As in grunt. <laughs> so obviously the cheap ones don't have as much grunt as no. the more expensive ones. No. Um, some of them include lights, others don't. So you've got to buy those as yes. well. Yep. Some include the ability to put some some sort of Rack or pack or basket on them. Oh, others yes. don't. Uh, it, it's all aftermarket. It's all aftermarket. <laughs> it's all about the aftermarket. It's like better floor mats, oh. <laughs> sort of stuff. <laughs> Do you want fast glass? Yes, all that. So that's what it's all including. And of course, the battery, of course, like everything, the battery life is a thing. Yes. So there's no point having an electric bike and off your turtle for 90 cars and you run out of battery. Correct. So it's all about that as well. So in the in the more expensive ones, bigger battery. Yep. Cheaper ones, not so much. Yep. So all of those things play in. Well, I'm looking mid-range. Are they fast charging? Yes. Yes, they are. So you go for overnight. Empty. Oh, okay. So we'll take overnight. overnight. Yeah. Like okay. a like a mobile phone. Well, you get whack it, it in you when you go the, to bed. And well, it's you get the go. power tools these days. You get a 36 yeah. volt battery with a, one of the power tools I've got. From complete empty, she's got nothing left yeah. to completely full bottle. He's still going to take three or four hours for a 36-volt yeah. battery. So yeah. I can imagine these things probably do need to be charged. Oh, you know, I mean, it depends how and much you And there's a certain size that's obviously got to fit in the bike in terms of weight and that's you know, well, the that's, rest of it. That's so. the other factor, too. Because, because they're obviously, heavy. Obviously, if it's a bigger battery, it's heavier and Correct. takes more weight. So there all these things to factor in, but I thought, apropos to your point, it was hysterical. So I'll ring my mate. He's got one. I'll yeah. pop around and have a chat. Yeah, lovely. He said, oh, I'm in Barossa, mate. <laughs> <laughs> On the bike, yeah. visiting wineries. Happy for you to pop over. And I thought, well, I'm coming over for two reasons on the weekend. So <laughs> yeah, trip was. <laughs> and see how the bike see went. Yeah, bike. So I know we, um, that, that trip, uh, you always learn something new every day is yeah. a school day, yeah, as absolutely. we say. And uh, now I've learnt the power of electric. I always see these people zipping oh, around, yeah. they're, they're moving. Ah, yeah, moving. And um, the, the brides are very excited about the possibilities yes. of extending our radius yeah. of potential well, yeah. venues. Well, there's no doubt about that. And though. you don't have to drive, you don't have to park. You've got to you wear know. a helmet, though. Ubers have become, since post-COVID, Uber, hasn't Ubers got expensive? They we used to rely on off them. the chart. But it's all got though. a bit crazy. Like... Really off the chart expensive yeah. though. Like yeah. they're that they're gouging now. <laughs> they're, they're gouging. Just gouging. Gouge away. 
You um, can go. No, I think those electric waiting. bikes are a great thing. In fact, I've always uh, I've thought about, you know, if I, if I have one here and I don't work too far away, I, on days when I didn't need my car, I'd be quite happy to pop along on a little lecky bike. and. Well, I'll keep you tuned. Or even a scooter. Yeah, well, I don't scooter. know about scooters. I, I like it. I like to, see, my factor would be you need some ability to carry something. Yes. In my case, it's probably bottles, <laughs> of, bottles wine. of wine. <laughs> Others might include like a, pa- like a rain jacket or something. You, you might need nature. to take your scootery board. You might need to go, you. You go and have a picnic. Yeah, exactly. Take the cheese platter. Well, you might end up with a little trailer behind you. You might have a little wagon. I go down to Casey and watch the D's play. We might take a little, cheese board. Take your cheese wagon off the back. <laughs> A little, a little pop-up Maybe cheese I could, wagon. I could tow my golf uh, clubs. Oh, no doubt. On the back. I used to tow my golf clubs on my bicycle when yes. I was a kid. Yes. I'd go up to Elsewick and I'd get the, I'd, I'd just get the, I'd have my buggy and I'd put it through my bike rack uh, where my school bag used to go and get the Oki strap and strap it on and I'd tow my That's, golf clubs up to the golf course. That is what I'm going to need. An Oki strap. Yeah, you need an Oki strap. You need a couple of yeah, those. Because you have to strap things Because down. for a, a long time, they were very useful when you were strapping your school bag. Oh, God, yeah. On couldn't your pack rack on your bike. Couldn't have I wasn't doing a half hitch with a piece of rope, mate. <laughs> I had Oki straps that nearly took my eye every yeah, week. I remember <laughs> going from the bike I used to ride to school with yep. said pack rack yes. on. yep. To nothing at all, driving for many years, and then on when I bought a road bike and became part of the like oh. peloton. Oh yes, a, a few years back now. You were a mammal, were you? Oh, I was a mammal. <laughs> I looked like a condom stuffed with walnuts. <laughs> like to see that yeah, no you wouldn't <laughs> so what was happening with that is that uh, they go fast there's no yeah. room for a pack no, rack mate, no, no, on no. a road it's bike. all about weight it's all about carbon <laughs> fiber and bloody this and that and the other thing and yeah. 59 shimano gears and... <laughs> so now i'm back looking at a bike with a pack rack couldn't yeah, be happier spot on couldn't Absolutely. be happier you need um like a you know what they call them the saddlebag things in french uh they're called panniers. Oh, panniers. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, it's a, it, it, it's a pannier, yes. Panniers, the yeah, French panniers. for pack rack, yes, that's I right. believe. Yes. In Probably fact, not the... It was about the word that was trying to come out of my eyes. Panniers, little saddlebags yeah. over the back. Yes. Like they have on motorbikes, Yeah. on touring motorbikes. Do they have... Um, do it... <laughs> I could, I've just got this very funny vision. I could, I could also get a flower basket on mine. <laughs> and a bell. And a bell. And what, and what about a flag? A, <laughs> on the back? a red flag. Yeah, you need to get a Saints one. You only need one. Then all I'll need, mate, with all of that gear, I just need some um, high vis and I could be a postman. I tell you what I, I, I tell you what I can picture. No, I, I want you to go and Postcard buy. Postcard, Pat. You I want you me. to go and buy the Spitfire plane goggles oh, yes. <laughs> with, with the the leather helmet. Oh yeah. And I want you to get one that's got a sidecar. A and you can put row in the sidecar. Uh, How about that? Imagine the two of you on liquid bike with a sidecar. How would we go? That would be magnificent. Huh? How good would that be? What was the name of that? Was that? Um... You're thinking of... Um, um, one thing of the wacky races with Muttley and oh, the sidecar. Yes. No, uh, and who was... The, no, yeah, there was, was another one, though. What was... Dick uh, Dastardly with, yeah, Dick with Dastardly Muttley and the sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one that I think might have been in a sidecar one day was Mrs. Bouquet. 
Mrs. Bucket. Oh, well, yes. And, uh, keeping up appearances. Keeping up appearances. Yes, I think she went in a sidecar one day. She was, did. Uh, I'm not sure she ever got out. But, so, um, anyway, I'll keep you posted oh, on no, all you things must. bicycle. That's exciting. I like the sound yes. of that. Yeah. Yes. That's very good. I mean, I'm only doing it for content for the show. Well, really. you know, if there's any, what spon- any sponsors out there is. that want to donate electric bike to Rutsy for him to trial for five years, yeah. <laughs> <That'd be handy. laughs> feel free. <laughs> Not sure our sponsorship department have got uh, onto that yet. No, I don't think so. Uh, we couldn't even afford the batteries. I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> That's right. Just make sure you don't get a bike, though. Where it says on the box, frame not included. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I might hit you up for um, a solar panel or two. Yeah, well. So we not... can power my EV bike. Well, they're about the size of this table, mate. So <laughs> you're, you're well, I've got plenty of paddles that I can sling your way. You might be better off with a solar helmet. <laughs> See if we can knock one of those together for you. Oh, very good. Excellent. So, um,. Well, moving on, it's Easter time coming up. It is. Well, there's a couple of things coming up. There's lots of things coming there's up. There's the mate. Grand Prix coming up this in weekend. Melbourne this it very is. weekend with yep. your boy. Oscar Piastri. Ox- I always say Oscar Patoris. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong bloke, isn't it? He's in jail. He's mate. legless. <laughs> he's yeah, Oscar Piastri is, Oscar is, Piastri. is the Latin. And he's in the uh, team that we're the orange. He's in the McLaren team, hmm. having left Tim Alpine who came out a week before uh, he left Team Alpine for Team Alpine to come out and say, we've re-signed him, of which he came out a week later and said, bull tish, <laughs> I'm leaving and I'm going to McLaren. <laughs> Good early so, start, um, he's negotiating. Anyway, early. he came, uh, he did something quite remarkable last weekend, uh, sorry, two weekends ago, this weekend, because uh, that was the last Grand Prix in um I was in the Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi yeah, I Arabia. Was say, I watched at, it. I was going to say oh, Abidjan or something, but no, it was no, in Saudi it was Arabia. Saudi Arabia it was Saudi, and he went fifty nine laps on one set of tyres, mm. which is unheard of. So, unheard of, because, because normally he, you drive the tyres off the thing, is that right? Because his driving lines. Well, were good? he ended up. He, he got in a bingle on the first lap, yeah. right? So and he got touched up, and I think they had to replace his nose cone. He ended up coming 15th. That's pretty good. For the race. And, he, and I think by the time he rejoined, he was 18th, and then he got up to 15th. So he gave him a head start a bit. So he gave him a head start, still finished 15th, but then drove 59 laps without a break and on one set of tyres, which they thought was just quite extraordinary. Um, and then I suppose the question is, how's he going to go in Melbourne? Uh, it's a very fast track. That'll suit him. I mean, all tracks are fast, I guess. <laughs> Mate, I don't see many slow F1 races. No, but there's lots of tracks with lots of turns. Oh, yes, and, and that's slow. And people. Saudi Arabia, for example, had 29 corners. Right. Now, we've got 13. Okay. So there's, there's a bit of a, a bit of a difference, story, right? Yeah. So, you, so your average speed's going to be a lot less. So what I'm saying is we've got big, long... We've got the main straight. We've yeah. got the other side of Albert Park now where they've taken the little kink out of it. So that's a big, long, fast one oh, now. they're going to get fast. You then break down into a lefty a bit. You go down into the bottom, it's a hard right. That's a bit slow. But we've got some good, long, fast sections that will suit the boy because uh, he's no, three-stone dripping wet. <laughs> um, but look, if his car holds up, he'll go as he'll go all right. Um, he won't well, get near the top half are you, dozen. Are you going in? Have a look. No. I wish work, I was. Work gets in the way Well, here. no, I just, 
it's one of those things. Unless you've got the you know the pig and whistle ticket, you know that comes with yeah. with, with everything. Um, it's it's a hard event to go to. It's a hard in, slog in, in GA, the, right? Yeah, hard slog. Because GA the doesn't get you a seat in the stand, and it gets you out the back and around the fringe of everything. You can hear all the noise, but if you really want to get into it, and therefore. I've been to so much car racing over the years, and I and I completely love it. And I'll go up to Sandown and go and watch the V8s up there, and you know, stand ten feet from them because yeah. I can stand on the fence up there. Um, but the best view on the house you get at the F ones is on telly. On telly, um, and you get and, all the uh, you know the. But if somebody that, you know, yeah. if somebody gave me the, there's a ticket right, and so come in here, putting then, a call out to all the two smoking so, guns yes. listeners. <laughs> Anyone's got a spare F one ticket? Would you like just one above the pits? Corporate yeah. tickets. Corporate tickets. <laughs> Can we be specific, Correct. Please? Correct. Uh, no, anyway, so I'll, uh, mate, I'll, I'll hear them from here. Oh, I you can. can. hear them from here. You can. Yeah, they echo you incredibly. Can. Well, Melbourne's become quite a remarkable place because you know the round one of the AFL had huge audiences. Then we Massive. had the air show. That Massive. We, air show was mad and huge. fantastic. And yep. we had a couple of concerts yep. going on. Yep. The, um, the redhead fella and the other bloke. And yep, um, the boy Sheeran. And then this weekend, of course, St Kilda's celebrating their 150th yes. year with a big game at the G. Yes, again. And half the boys up and about. The, another team that hasn't lost either, which is... Titus O'Reilly, who's a friend of the show. Yes, he is. He said last week, St Kilda have that many injuries, they could qualify for hospital funding. <laughs> Do you think the NDIS would yeah. sling us a couple of And now we've gone and lost our skipper right, as well. We've lost our skipper and there's something in the paper I think I noticed in the last 24 hours. There might be somebody else too. So yeah, I'm, so I'm um, look, sure. we're, we're, we're winning despite injuries. We, and we despite cross, injuries? We've got, a quarter, we've got half our team out that would get a go this weekend. We're crossing, crossing fingers that it's not uh, a bridge too far. But, weekend, but on the flip side, we're pretty happy. is the excitement around such boys as um, Kim and Tini. Oh, and, yes. uh, Philip Poo and, and Michito Owens uh, and others. So it's yeah. very, very so, exciting. No, it's very time. exciting. So we've got that coming up. Yep. Um, we've got the comedy festival. We've got the comedy festival yep. coming. It's all yep. it's happening. I'm going to see uh, Stephen K. Amos. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I think my daughter, one of my daughters last night went to see um, Arch Barker. Arch. As far He's as been I going know. around. Since uh, Moses was Arge a boy, is, Arge. Yeah, well, I reckon Arge is, is probably a citizen by He's now. He's a veteran. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'll tell you the one I do want to go and see. I've, um, it was uh, is the uh, Ursula. Ursula Carlson, the Carlson. Kiwi lass. Is she Kiwi? South Africa. Kiwi. Or South African, it's, I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, I, I think she's South African, but Might she be. lives in New Zealand. Oh, is that what it is? And she's married a Kiwi. Right. That's what it will be. Yeah. Yes. And I think they have a child right. between oh, them, which is great. Good on them. Um, she's very funny, and yes. I, I enjoy her material thoroughly. Yes. Because I think I did tell you, I did go to the comedy festival last year hmm. and saw a very big name who was very, very ordinary. We talked about it on the show. We did, and we I won't... won't, I we won't, won't Pot him. No. Him. But, uh, no, we won't pot him, but boy, was he unfunny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I went last year and I saw a lot of English comedians. Yeah. Including the fellow with the little uh, keyboard, uh, whose name escapes me. God, I saw him the other day. Very funny. Really good? Very funny. David O'Doherty. Oh, David O'Doherty. Yeah, Yeah. very funny, man. Yeah, okay. Dodd. yeah, so I'm keen to go and have a look at a couple of those boys yeah. around. And the only other one I would like to go and see is um, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
for reasons that shall remain. Have you nameless. ever seen the skit of Ahmed the Dead Terrorist? No, I have not. You have not? I have not. After oh. our podcast, oh, you I am going to step you through. So it's a ventriloquist oh. who has okay. a puppet right. um, who's actually just a bag of bones <laughs> with a scarf around his head. And he is Ahmed the Dead Terrorist and yeah. he is one very funny sucker. Puppeteer. He's got about six characters, this bloke. Um, he's very, very, very good. Right. So anyway. The other thing that's upcoming... <laughs> What else is Easter. Yes. Easter is around the coming. corner. And what do we associate Easter with? Uh, eggs. Eggs. Bunnies. Bunnies. Food. Grog. Food. And hot cross buns. And hot cross buns. Yes. So my question to you, Scotty, is there's many... When you go into the bread shop to get yeah. your hot cross bun... Yes. There's your standard hot cross bun. Just your normal hot cross your bun with a big white cross on it. With a white... And a bit of couple of raisins in it possibly you know you can get raisin free though yes you can you can, <laughs> you can get free everything those days. you can get gluten free celiac free wheat free wheat free <laughs> right so this easter you can have a bun with burger sauce what it should be all right if it had bacon in it why would you have a sweet bun with bacon sauce in it? With it also features cheese and gherkins in pale orange dough. That's called a subway. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a. Last year, the great one was the jalapeno cheddar and Vegemite cheese hot cross bun. What? There was a red velvet and carrot cake hot cross bun. No. Right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not kidding. No. I'm not kidding. No. No. I'm not kidding. You can also get um, a, a bun with hunks of date and caramelised white chocolate. Right. You can get a hot cross bun. Those vegan ones, of course. and Ones that taste like tea. Ones that taste like lamington. Ones that taste, like, taste that. like hot cakes. And there's egg flavours. Fruit tingle flavours, popping candy, and Milo flavoured hot cross buns. Where do you get them? You can get them most of these at the big red place that's got a really? C in it. Yes, um, yeah. they are. They are <laughs> got cho- oh, chocolate. Yes, chocolate. Peanut butter and strawberry flavoured hot cross buns. Mango and passion fruit. Bailey's and caramel. You can get amount any combination you want of hot cross buns. They are going crazy with the people spend one point seven billion on hot cross buns across oh, the uh, year. Not me. And one point the amount of money that people are spending is going skyrocketing. This is this is a trend. This is an upward trend, and uh, they're all different types of hot cross buns. Anyway, what's the most a, popular? There's a sticky date version. Mm. That wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. So whilst I am a traditionalist when it comes to the bun... Yeah, I'm happy with the bun with a bit of fruit in it. Yeah, toasted. Toasted with with a bit of bun. Yeah, yeah, a bit of bun. Better better toasted than fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm open to trying a few of these combos. So I, over this Easter, on behalf of the show, taking one for the team... Purely research. Purely research. (laughs) I'm going to go and try a few of these, and I'm going to score them for you okay. out of 10. Okay. And I'm going to come in with a, a, a pricey okay. of my tasting 
Hot Cross Bun Festival. So okay. that's something to look forward to in the coming weeks. Are you going to blind taste them? No, I'm going to critique them. I reckon blind tasting would be a bit of fun. Have them all set up, blindfold on. Yo. I reckon that was. This? What's this? How am I going to butter them with a blindfold on? I'll butter them for you. Oh, yeah, good on you, no mate. Worries, I'll around <laughs> that's good of it. a butter for you. <laughs> well, I might do that. We'll see how we go. Blind taste. Oh, I reckon that one's a sticky date. Oh, I reckon that one's the peanut butter and strawberry. We might just have to mix a few together. Mix a few up. Maybe we can create a combination at the top of one. And the bottom of we, another. We might just add peanut butter to the tiramisu one to see if you can spot the difference. So uh, it's, it's all gone a bit uh, crazy, isn't it? Oh, all these dear. different types well, of you stuff talk about, going on. Well, you, you talk about crazy, um, and, and maybe that's a good segue, because um, it, purely uh, out of research, uh, yeah. I, I came across this funny list the other day. Right. And, and we, always, we, we like things that are extrapolated out or you know, <laughs> conversions or... Um, you know, sayings and meanings. So I'm going to step you through the world of the automobile. Right. And this harks back to um, when ads used to be placed for um, uh, antique cars. And I'd, Antique cars. And I'd like you to... Old cars? Well, or... let's just call them antique cars. Okay. Right. <laughs> so uh, you can conjure up whatever that means. So okay. I'm going to... Uh, these are words that I would use in my ad. Um, if I had an old antique car and I was endeavouring yes. to sell it. Right. And you have to try and interpret really what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> can, we, can we give can that we give, a go? We give that a go. All right. So uh, I've put in there, um, I have a rare model. A rare model mean, meaning it's old or uh, no one made more too many of them because they were no good. No, nobody liked them when they were new either. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um uh, the car that I have has an older restoration. Uh, an older restoration. Um, hmm. It was restored years ago and now uh, it's a junk pile. Uh, sort of. You just can't tell it's been restored at all. Uh, <laughs> right. um, needs engine work. It went broken down. Um, yeah, frozen for 30 years. <laughs> um, uses no oil. Because it's, uh, wow. Just throws it out. <laughs> it has no rust because the body and fenders are missing. <laughs> um, it runs a bit rough. Needs tuning. It's too bad to lie about. <laughs> um, one owner. Yeah. Never been able to sell it. Never been able to sell it. <laughs> no time to complete. Can't find any parts. Can't find any parts. <laughs> uh, I'll help you out with these a bit. Needs an interior. The seats are gone. <laughs> uh, rebuilt engine. Has a new spark plug. <laughs> um, it may run, but it never has. It never has. <laughs> Low mileage. Third time round. <laughs> uh, many new parts. It keeps breaking down. 29 coats. Hand rub paint. Needed that much to cover the rust. <laughs> uh, clean. <laughs> Uh, it sat out in the rain yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your best offer won't go any faster. Always driven slowly. Won't go. Oh, sorry, that's won't go any faster. Prize winner. Um, hard luck trophy three times in a row. <laughs> uh, stored for twenty five years under a tree. Under it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good investment. Can't appreciate it anymore. <laughs> Even so, you've been studying car sales, Doctor. So that led me 
then to think about other assets that might have names. Right. And there's a fairly obvious one where people write uh, a name on the side of something. What would you? What would come to mind for you? Write your name on the side of something. Write this the name. This is a vehicle, or a... Well, it's a sort of vehicle. Oh, oh, you boat a boat. A boat. A boat. Right. Because there's been lots of yes. names for you boats. You always call your boat something. So I don't thought, you? well, maybe, and that actually got me into uh, what it really started with was, and this is a true life story, yeah. because then I'll embellish it a little bit as I go, but. Uh, and I'll cut this down. Mornington Yacht Club uh, have drifted into some stormy seas um, amid unhappiness over misogynistic and offensive boat names painted uh, on the side of vessels parked at the club's marina. All right, well, we need to be a bit careful here, don't we? Is this These are names that are actually on a boat that's registered. Uh, rest assured, this name was uh, a bone of contention, but it finally did pass. Yes. And it's in the paper. Okay, well, that well that should clear us. Does Buffy reckon that <laughs> we won't cop the... No, Buffy will be happy with that. So um, there was a boat called um, Himalayan Woman. <laughs> yes, yes, it took me a little while, but I got there. It's very clever, though. Very good. Um, uh and there's another one called Screaming Seaman, as in um, Yachtsman. Yes. Yes. Yes, I got it. Yes, I got yeah. it. Yes, I got it. Good. Um, anyway, prompted the club to have a quiet word <laughs> with some of its younger members. He understands that the lad who thought it funny to call his boat Big Black Tiller <laughs> uh, agreed to call it something else instead. Yeah, so good, Big Black good, Tiller didn't get through. Uh, not sure why, but anyway. This, this is a little bit like... Um... When you name your racehorse, you've got to put it through the VRC. Yeah, oh, you do. Yeah. Because people have, been, have got away over the years with calling their racehorses all sorts of things. And when it's broadcast yeah. over the tannoy at the race course. Yeah, that's right. It, uh, it can because a, sometimes it big, can have a big second, jo- secondary meaning. Big Johnny can mean something else. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there was uproar at this club. But, but that led me to, um, oh, sorry, I'll just go back. So, um, but as for Himalayan woman. Yeah. He's in the mountains, you know. Yeah, cool. Um, the committee conducted a snap survey yeah. of members and decided it was not unduly offensive. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah. So anyway. So the majority of members went, yeah, we're okay with it. Yeah. Um, well, I knew a bloke once. In fact, I've got a horrible, I've got a sneaking suspicion because there is a chap named in this. Uh, and many, many years ago, I used to go sailing on a Wednesday night in a Twilight series. Yeah. I used to go with a bloke who's got the same name. Yeah. And this bloke's involved in boating, and so I reckon it's the same bloke. Ah. This bloke had a boat called Dora. Dora. Yeah, and he got some T-shirts made up, didn't he? Yeah. yeah it said, I went down on Dora. Meaning <laughs> <laughs> um, the boat sunk. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, with it. so that led me to think, well, there's got to be some other clever or sort of funny names. Oh, terrific. So we're just going to keep this a bit lighthearted today. So I came across... So boat names, I'll run through them quickly. Uh, fishing joke boat names. Right, cool. Right? This so there's is one called um, Fishful Thinking. Fishful Thinking. <laughs> there's one called Fishizzle. <laughs> um, Great White. Yes. Lady Kriller. Um, uh, Marlon Munro. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's actually quite clever. Real Love, as in R-double-E-L. Real, yes. Real Love. Yes, Finfinder. Yes. 
Fin Finder. Uh, the Snapperologist. I like, no, I like that. I like yeah. that. Um, the Grim Reefer. <laughs> <laughs> the Sushi Hunter. Oh, yeah, Sushi like Hunter's yeah, good no, too. Like Especially and, in uh, Japanese waters. What about Tuna Colada? Oh, that's <laughs> very clever. Then we do move to the... Tuna Colada. Tuna colada. So like then that. we move to the adult section. Oh, careful. Um, Buffington, Buffington, Buffington no, Junior. Uh, feeling naughty in a... U, in a Oh, no, as in nautical. nautical. Yes, yes, um, aquaholic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think most people that take a boat out suffer from that. Biatchet? <laughs> it's biyot. Oh, right. What are the young kids these days make yes. this reference to biatch? Oh, yes, okay. in, I haven't, yeah. not, not a term yeah. I use myself. Um, she's got the house. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the boat. <laughs> Finn and tonic. Oh, yeah, I like that too. Um, ship-faced. <laughs> ship-faced. <laughs> Um, seduction, happy hour, on the docks, or sin and swim. Sin and swim. So I like the what was the gin and tonic reference? Oh it? yeah, the gin and tonic, sin and tonic, sin and tonic. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like, I like, Mar- I like Marlon Monroe. Oh, fin and, fin and tonic, fin and tonic, yeah, fin. and I like Marlon Man- yeah. Monroe. So now here's the last one for you. This is a beauty yes. too. So these are names inspired by movies. Oh, for boats. For boats. Yeah, right. So... The, the African Queen? The Codfather? The Codfather. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just the Codfather. Oh, ten points. Um, eat Cray Love. Eat Cray Love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Fishing Impossible. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good, good, good. Fishy Business. Fishy Business, yes. The Great Gatsy. The... <laughs> What's a Gatsy? As opposed to the Gatsby. Yeah. Instead of the Great Gatsby. Gatsy, G-A-T-S-E-A. Must the Great be a Gatsy. Fish. Oh, yeah. Okay, Gats, right here, right here. Right. Bates Motel. Yeah. Very clever. That's uh, from uh, Bates Motel. From... <laughs> yep. Um, the Hitchcock. Black... Yes. The Black Pearl. Yes. Yeah. Finding Nemo. Right, yeah. I've seen that. Right. Yeah. Um, Gypsy. S-E-A. Yep. yep. And Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I so like I just thought they I were... like the Codfather. Yeah, the Codfather's very good. That's very yeah. good. Um, yeah, what, yeah, Grim Sushi Hunter. Yeah. Sushi Hunter's pretty cool. That works. Tuna Colada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, very for good. Shizzle. Yeah, so anyway, there we are. I just thought, I don't think we've ever covered off uh, funny boat names and things, but... Um, There's always a first on this show. Yes. And that is one. Well, there you go. There so you go. if you've just bought a boat, uh, there's some inspiration for you. Hey, um, you don't want to be in a boat in a storm. Nah. And, uh, you want to be in a port. You want, you want to be any port in a storm. <laughs> yeah, correct. You don't shoot. Correct. And uh, you don't want to be this bloke. Do you remember Douglas uh, J. Hawkins? Dougie. Dougie, who, who asked, asked, asked. The many questions on the footy show. Yes. Great footballer for the for the footers, Greg. Yes. And won a couple of games for Fitzroy, maybe. Yes. When he finished. I reckon. Um, he got struck by lightning. What? I reckon I heard something. He's a, he's Is on, he alive? He's a labourer on a building site. Right. I'm assuming that's what he does. I'm not sure. He just walks around with a heart at and he, high vis. He might be a lollipop guy. <laughs> I'm not sure. But he um, might be a lollipop. He was working. Man. He was working, and he got struck by lightning. He was in a, actually struck. Well, he was in a shed, like one of those work sheds on a building site, and that got hit by lightning. So the site shed got hit. Yeah, yeah. Well, nothing will happen to you. <laughs> Dawkins, he's a funny guy. 
he, 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 he was interviewed on a, uh, another radio another, station. Another, right. Another channel. And he was asked uh, what happened. He said, oh, the lightning scared the crap out of me. <laughs> As it would. As only Dougie. Oh, I don't know, mate, it would. Yeah, no, it would. That was the most scary experience I've ever, ever had, particularly when the box started to shake. It's the loudest thing I've heard in my life. It just went bang and all of a sudden the whole box shook for about 10 seconds. And there's a picture here of the tiny little box he was in. No, it wasn't a portaloo. It was an right. actual shed. Right. Uh, They're worse, right. so it's okay. He likened the ideal to going up against Hawks legend Robert Deepier Domenico. <laughs> right. Right. It was nearly worse than playing on Dipper in the 80s, not knowing where he was. That's how bad it was. So anyway, poor old bloke. He went underwent a series of scans at Footersclay Hospital, and uh, he was okay. He was so, okay. How old's Dougie now? Sixty-two. He's not feeling great. A bit lightheaded, and I've still got these shivers at my left arm. But I'm back up and about. He said. So well, good on him. He's probably lucky that he was in the shed. Yeah. Well, if he wasn't, he would have been a toast. If he'd literally. Been... Carrying a piece of scaffold, yeah, we we might be. I got um, really. I got lightninged off the golf course uh, over the summer. Did you? Yeah, we were playing down at near Frankston, and uh, the siren went whoop whoop whoop. whoop. Oh, lightning about! It to come in, and we went into the pro shop. Yep, and they they showed us the radar and they showed us where all the lot all the rain and the lightning was. Yep. And then we went out again, yep. and then we thought, oh, well, that storm's going to pass us. But then it started to go crack, crack, crack again, and they go, no, yep. get back in. And we were off for about, oh, we packed it in in the end yep. because we wouldn't gonna, weren't going to get it back out for another no. hour. Right. But it's quite scary because you've, you're carrying around quite a few, um, imagine if you club in your hand, you've just gone through your, your backswing. <laughs> well, there's a fair chance you might be carrying an umbrella because if there's lightning around, there's a fair chance there might have been some precipitation yeah. and the rain might have been coming before the lightning well, and fair. you're standing there with a, a rod yeah. <laughs> that's just about to arc you to the earth. <laughs> yeah. I saw actually a, uh, a clip the other day of an electric fence that got hit by lightning. Yep. And the whole circuit... Oh, lit up? Lit up in fire. Did it? And started to burn the trees next to it. Yep. Yeah, quite remarkable. Yeah, no, it's, it's a scary uh, thing, that stuff. It is. It's uh, That's that's one bolt you don't want to go near. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. What do you got for um, me there, buddy? Well, what... Well, I don't... What, I what about the gift that keeps on giving? Yeah, oh. You know what I'm talking about. Well, he does. Um, Harry you know, and the Sparkle. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's made it through. He's, he's made it through the cutting room floor, and uh, we are going to have to give him another run. So um, it's just purely entitled "Here Come the Parodies." Here come the parodies. Uh, Prince Henry's controversial memoir, Spare, um, only to be outdone by another book that's coming out called Spare Us, <laughs> um, which uh, is going to come out. Uh, Spare is said to be mocked with the new parody version titled Spare Us, set for release on April Fool's Day. Yeah, good. (laughs) Appropriate. Harry has come under fire for revealing too much since his memoirs released in January, including uh, revelations he smeared Elizabeth Arden Cream on his frostbitten todger in the Arctic and lost his virginity in a field. Yes. Now, we, um, we, we actually met the girl, didn't we, uh, who gave an interview? Yeah, I believe so. I thought, well, it, was, the back well, of I thought it was around the back of the pub with a... <laughs> well, it was. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, that's now become in a field. It was a field out the back yeah, of the okay. pub. So the cover story of the set-eye book sends up the front cover of the original by placing tape over Harry's mouth. 
No, no I've seen the picture. It's very <laughs> seen funny. Seen the picture. Uh, penned by Bruno Vincent, Spare Us is set to make light of Harry and Meghan Markle's expectations for privacy while simultaneously seeking publicity. All I had ever wanted was privacy. In order to get it, it seemed that an exceptionally detailed 500,000-word book was in order. The description reads. <laughs> no, dead right. And on that, you did. we did play, I think, on the show a little bit, yes. a little while back, the, the South Park. The South Park. Parody of the yes. show, which was, which was yeah, very funny. It was very good. Uh, now, oh, I don't know about you, but uh, have you been to Vegas? Nope. Never? No. I've never been to Vegas. I've never been to America. I've never been to the States. Is that right? No. No. Oh, well, never surprises me, Scotty. There we go. Never been to the States. Well, I've been to Vegas a couple of times. I've got a brother that's lived there for the last four years, but I haven't been. Haven't been to visit him. (laughs) No. All right. Fair enough. the invite. Fair enough. (laughs) Well, um, what happens in Vegas, apart from the gambling and the shows and all of that sort of stuff? Yes. A lot of people will go over there and they'll they'll renew their wedding vows oh, yes. okay. in the little chapel, the little wedding chapel. Yep. And many of them will get hitched again by a guy dressed up as Elvis Presley. Viva! Yes. And it's very funny. If you know, I know a lot of people have done it. Right. It was on my list of things to do as of just a, something highly amusing. Right. Get uh, serenaded down the aisle by Elvis singing, um, you know, whatever his songs was, and Blue then he sweet shoes. and then he does a ceremony and then sings you out with right. one of his other songs. So right. it'd be a it'd be a great day. Yeah. And if you've ever been down to St Kilda to clay pots on a Saturday afternoon, no, very good. I know clay pots. Elvis but... appears. Yeah. Right. Uh, on Saturday afternoons in his red jumpsuit. <laughs> it's very funny. But you don't have to go to Vegas now, right? You can go to Abbotsford. Abbotsford. What they've done in Abbotsford is they've set up a little wedding chapel. Yes. Huh? It's called the Altar Electric, and it's Melbourne's new destinations for couples eager to tie the knot. The Abbotsford Chapel conducts marriage ceremonies that uh, with Elvis. Yep. Featuring Elvis. And uh, it's Viva Los Abbotsford, Altar Electric manager Sarah Dobson said. We've maybe got 40 couples or maybe more who've said they were going to go to Vegas, but then they've decided to come to Abbotsford instead because um, it's a church for all and what happens in the chapel is quite magic. Right. And um, it promises little weddings that rock Melbourne. And uh, it's just it's just only opened, but it's demand for the weddings has gone through the roof. So I think it's a great option that you don't have to go to Vegas anymore. You can just pop down to Abbotsford. Well, it's a lot closer than Vegas. You can have a real wedding or you can have just a renew your vows wedding and you can get Elvis to sing you a couple of songs. when you. So it is Elvis. So it is Elvis. Yeah, it's Elvis. Elvis, No, no, no. What I'm saying is it's not... You can. It's not like you can choose a different theme. Well, you probably can, but so you could have Captain Kirk. I don't know about that. But there's something. Santa Claus. There's something about Elvis at a wedding, you know. Yeah, I, guess I reckon. So. Hey? I started to. Have you seen the movie Elvis? The the oh, recent the one? new one was a Baz Luhrmann one? one. No, I have not. I started to watch it last night, and um, in the end, I stopped because I knew I wasn't going to get the whole way through it. Um, but what I saw was very good. Yeah, it's mm. more about I heard. Is that the one with Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom yeah, Parker? It is. 
Yeah. And it's a bit about him, isn't it, too? Well, it's a lot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, come on. But, I don't but earlier, I'll tell you what I never knew, that Elvis actually had a twin brother who died at birth. Is that right? Yes. Gee, imagine if there were two of them. Imagine. How, how the Elvis choose? brothers. Um, it's a bit like those no, two blokes uh, from the Proclaimers. I think, I, think I think you would enjoy it. Oh, we'll yes. watch it. It's probably one I'll wait till it gets on one of the streaming it's channels. It's on streaming. Oh, good. It is. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, I might give it a run. It's on the flick net, I think. I'm, I'm kind of... There's two movies out that I, I, I'm too late to go and see. I want to see The Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Oh. And that's no longer at the films. I have to watch right. it on... I have to find another stream. Well, it's platform. either on Paramount, Stan, or Netflix, or... Prime, or Paramount, or one of those. Anyway. Yep. And the other one is uh, the new Bill Nye movie called Living, which apparently got to very oh, good critics. Bill Nye, who, of course, was in... Um, in, um, in, um, in um, Oh, you know, the great, the great Christmas movie that... Um, National Lampoon's? No, no, no. No. Silent uh, Night? No. <laughs> No, um, oh God, how's my memory going? <laughs> Not sure. Anyway. <laughs> You'll Fa- fail, come to you. Famous Text me on your way home. <laughs> famous English. Listeners out there will know who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, that one. That's the one. It's the one that's played every Christmas. Anyway, um, they're the ones I'm keen to go and see. Now, All right. we talked the other week about AI, and I yeah. introduced you to the, the bot machine, ChatGPT, didn't I? Yep. And I, I also wrote a song or got the chat GPT to write, write a poem and a song. You did. Including the two smoking guns thing. You did. So AI can write homework for students. They can produce songs for this radio station. Um, they can prepare presentations for executives. Uh, we've got a dog in the studio today, Scotty. There's something going on. They're about to tear the joint apart. Oh, very good. I didn't that. know it was bring your bring your dog to work day, we Scotty. Need, we might need to let them in. Let them in. in. To stop the noise. Let them in. Come My to, goodness me. It's come to work yeah, day. For the, come to work day for the puppies. Fantastic. <laughs> and anyway, so you can do all these presentations for executives, and you can produce articles for newspapers, etc. So a Swiss startup is taking things one step further. <laughs> I got this. Yes. You're gonna love this. It's using AI to put people in touch with saints. Oh, it's not the St Kilda Football Club <laughs> saint. <laughs> it's the, the saints in heaven, Scotty. Right. So arrivals visitors to the state. It's 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 prega.org. What? I think it, it means pray in um in um Italian. Prega. 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 Prega.org. I was getting a bit confused there. Prega. I was getting a bit. Hang on. This is really got off the road. Where's this going? Back we come. So um so what it is. Is you can now can it's a it's a saint bot, it's a bot, right? An artificial saint. I'm just about to ask you to start this all over again because I'm completely lost. So it's an artificial saint. <laughs> yes. And they've called him Padre Pio, right? <laughs> yeah. And you can confess your sins to him yeah. via the app. Yeah. Seek advice. Ask for God's take on a whole range of complex religious-based questions that you might have. So God being AI. 
AI gives. There's a lot of people apparently prey online. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, know. I just thought they played poker. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, AI is now giving us the chance to take it to the next level and they can ask questions of the saint and the programmer gives you back an answer. Oh. So the AI bot will give you back an answer. They're powered by ChatGPT, our old mate. Yeah, our mate. And they've racked up 100 million users. So they add a filter to make sure the answers are more finely tuned to some of the saints' profiles. And um, if you go straight to ChatGPT and ask if God exists, it will say there are different answers. Um, if you go to this uh, particular one, it will give you responses from the various saints. So there you go. <sighs> I'm it's glad we got through getting that. Getting to the point where you can pray online. <laughs> yep. And you can actually talk to to saints. The big fella. The big fella. Or, or the, the other ones. Talk to the big fella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might have been I the most confusing we've article had a I've more ever confusing read. confusing topic in four and a half years. So we've <laughs> mentioned saints and God. AI. AI. ChatGPT. ChatGPT. And I've got a couple of pronunciations wrong. Pedro. It's pretty much a standard <laughs> article of this show. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, um, uh, have you so ever been called a thermostat or a thermometer? Me? Yes. I've been called many things, Scotty. Would they be any of them? No. Well, I thought this was interesting. It's actually potentially even quite profound. But I, it sort of caught my attention because it says, be a, thermo uh, be a thermostat. A thermostat. Not a thermometer. Let me ah, share with okay, you. hang on. Let me share this with you. Okay, yes. Right. I think I went my so you, where this is going. You know where this is going? Maybe. A thermostat, a thermostat you've got my new teeth today, a thermostat <laughs> sets and creates the temperature in the room. Of course it does. The thermometer just measures it. Measures it. Ah. When you are a thermometer, you yeah. let others be the thermostat. Yes. And how you are measured is defined by them. When you decide to become a thermostat, you create the energy and atmosphere in the room. Your body language, positive energy, can change the energy everywhere you go and create the atmosphere. There you go. Lovely words. So you want to be a, you want to be a thermostat or a thermometer. So, um, and while I'm sort of um, pontificating about, um, well, you know, poems, you can things, be a pontiff if you like. We'll uh, just talk about I've, that. I've actually got a sore face from smiling and laughing today because the show's been so ridiculously <laughs> good, or just ridiculous, or just ridiculous. Um, um, and whenever I see the name Spike Milligan, you know it's something that you oh, must read. Give me Spike. So uh, Spike wrote the following: Smiling is infectious. You watch it like the, f you catch it like the flu. Yes. When someone smiled at me today, I started smiling too. I passed around the corner and someone saw my grin. When he smiled, I realised I'd passed it on to him. Ah. I thought about that smile, then I realised it's worth. A single smile, just like mine, could travel around the earth. Yeah. So if you feel a smile begin, don't leave it undetected. Let's start an epidemic quick. And get the world infected. Oh, I love it. How big is that? Oh, I love so Spike. Spike being a bit from the goon. Spike being a bit half serious for once in his life. Very <laughs> so. Anyway, there we go, my Spike. Now we're going out smiling, on a... smiling is infectious. We're going out on a song I discovered this yesterday. 
And these guys have been around. They're an Adelaide band. Yes. They're a sort of a punk you band. You discovered them yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> as I was, you know, streaming. And they're called Bad Dreams. Yes. They're boys out of Adelaide. Yes. And they're sort of punk, but they sing about topical reconciliation issues, etc. Oh, right. And I'm not sure whether there's a language warning on this, but uh, for if the listeners is. out there, there might be a language warning. But we're going to go with this song called See You Tomorrow, which was released yesterday. So we're going to go right. out today on this. So see, tell me what you think, Scotty. Right And we'll give this a run. And we'll see you next week. Right See you. Salt, 45 standard drinks That's just enough to get a man like me loaded I've heard it all before Slogging through the days I was there in the 90s I was there when she bought it Betty was driving a Mitsubishi Magna Knitted baby socks hanging from the rear vision mirror Courtesy of the Camry Crows Had her hands on Port Road Never witnessed such hunger The octagonal piece of hot With cock and balls on the walls And nobody ever washes it off Cock and then there's balls I'll see you tomorrow, won't I? See you tomorrow. Time. Time. No time. Went to watch the magpies play down at Alberton with my neighbour who I think might be a pedophile. His name's Dennis. Every year he picks up rubbish for Clean Up Australia Day. The cops in the estate pin down the kid with pink hair. He was sniffing and snorting like he had a yeast infection in the Arctic. On that northern tropical sun Bake my skin like brisket in a weather queue Knock, knock, it's okay, Lorraine You'll be dead soon Think I saw some stout in the fridge the other day So I'll see you tomorrow Gonna be a big year for Koshi, gonna be a good year for Pulsar. I'll see you tomorrow.